Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Tonight, debt ceiling standoff. The White House and House Republicans press pause on talks to raise the debt limit. All as President Biden is in Japan meeting with world leaders. Here are tonight's top headlines. What the budget stalemate means ahead of a June deadline when the federal government could run out of money to pay its bills, including Medicare and Social Security. We can't be spending more money next year. We have to spend less than we spent the year before. President Biden pledges U.S. support to train Ukrainian pilots at the G7 summit, where President Zelensky is expected to make an appearance pleading for more aid. A federal judge has ordered the Massachusetts Air National Guardsman accused of leaking classified documents to be held behind bars until his trial. Mourners packed into a New York City church today for the funeral of Jordan Neely. All of us have the right to live. More than 15 million are on alert for severe storms across the southern plains today. Watch for some hail, as well as the heavy downpours, the lightning, and can't rule out even an isolated tornado or two. Remembering Jim Brown, the iconic football player, actor, and civil rights activist, has died at the age of 87. He's out there to help everybody. That's what he's known for. It's the cloth he's cut from. Meet gravedigger Alan McCloskey. Alan has been at this job since 1952. What was your hardest one? My wife. How'd you get through that? I figured she'd want me to do it. Good evening and thank you for joining us on this Friday night. I'm James Brown in for Nora. And we begin tonight with a high-stakes showdown over the economy. 
The nation faces a possible catastrophic default if Democrats and Republicans can't agree on spending limits before the June deadline. And if a deal can't be made, a default would mean the government would run out of money and could pause military salaries, Medicare and Social Security payments. Republicans walked out of the talks earlier today, blaming the White House for being, quote, unreasonable. The White House said both sides must be willing to compromise. But late today, the news that both sides will return to the table and work late into the night as House leader Kevin McCarthy expressed his frustration with the White House. The president is set to return to Washington on Sunday, cutting short his overseas trip in hopes of finalizing an agreement before the deadline. CBS's Nancy Cordes will start us off tonight from the White House with the latest details. Good evening, Nancy. Good evening, JB. I just spoke with a key negotiator who was preparing at this point for the possibility of a long night now that those talks are back on. The question is, can the divide that led to today's dust-up be resolved before a looming and very important deadline? An ominous sign less than two weeks before a possible U.S. default. Republican negotiators walking out on talks with White House officials who then departed too. Any progress? House Speaker Kevin McCarthy said the two sides are at an impasse. The sticking point is government spending. In exchange for raising the nation's borrowing limit, House Republicans want to impose caps that amount to an across-the-board 13% cut in government spending. The White House is just... Look, we can't be spending more money next year. We have to spend less than we spent the year before. It's pretty easy. The White House says it is open to some cuts and that an agreement is still possible if both sides recognize that neither side will get everything it wants. Then we're not going to sit here and talk to ourselves. Unless Congress acts, the U.S. will default on its debt as soon as June 1st, an outcome widely viewed as an economic calamity. The talks may be back on, but tonight Speaker McCarthy is still insisting the government can't spend any more money than it did last year. And the White House is unlikely to go for that. And members of both parties are urging their leaders not to give too much. So the situation is still in major flux, J.B. Nancy Cordes at the White House. Thank you. Overseas, President Biden is at the G7 summit in Japan, where world leaders today agreed to a new round of sanctions against Russia. CBS's Elizabeth Palmer reports Ukraine's Vladimir Zelensky will join the meetings when he arrives this weekend. The Ukrainian president will be the summit's special guest due to arrive here this weekend. Zelensky spent the day at the Arab summit in Saudi Arabia looking for support from some leaders with close ties to Moscow. He welcomed the announcement from President Biden that the U.S. would back the plan to train Ukrainian pilots on U.S.-made F-16s. This, he wrote, will greatly enhance our army in the sky. The Ukrainian leader has been asking for months that the U.S. provide F-16s to help turn the tide of war. A U.S. official said Mr. Biden is now committed to helping Ukraine get the jets, although they may actually be supplied by European allies. No, he doesn't need F-16s now. Originally, Mr. Biden had been reluctant to supply the planes as they have the capacity to hit targets deep inside Russia. Fighter planes pose a certain risk of escalation. How big is it? 
We have been mindful of the risk of escalation since the very beginning. In fact, we've taken some criticism for that uh, because uh, we want to make sure uh, that that as we support Ukraine, we aren't making it worse for the Ukrainian people by having this war escalate to be exactly what Putin wants it to be and claims it to be, a war about the, the, the West versus Russia or NATO versus Russia. Now, it's going to take time to train those Ukrainian pilots at sites in Europe, and we still don't know which countries exactly are going to supply the aircraft. So it's safe to say, JB, that uh, we won't see them in combat for months to come. Elizabeth Palmer in Japan. Elizabeth, thank you so very much. Funeral services were held today for Jordan Neely, the 30-year-old man who died after being placed in a chokehold on a New York City subway. CBS's Chanel Call spoke to a member of Neely's family outside the church. There is no hiding place from the kingdom's throne. At this Harlem church, we should not not celebrate Jordan's life. Hundreds gathered to honor Jordan Neely. But we should not ignore how he died. Neely, who struggled on the streets of New York City as a Michael Jackson impersonator, was killed on a subway earlier this month after Marine veteran Daniel Penny placed him in a chokehold. Penny claimed he was defending himself and others after Neely began yelling threats at passengers. Today, Neely's great aunt spoke about his love for music and dance. He performed in front of thousands of people and on the subways where he was well known and loved. But behind the performer, there was pain. Neely was just 14 when his mother was murdered. Her funeral was held in the same church. Jordan sat right there and watched his mother funeralized. And he'd never been the same. Neely's cousin says after his mother's death, he battled mental illness and homelessness. I don't think it makes sense that someone can get killed over asking for food, asking for something to drink. Following days of protests, Penny was charged with second-degree manslaughter and was released on bond. Neely's family now calling for justice. I don't understand why this man was able to walk free the same day. He slept so good while my family cried. My family's been crying for days because he didn't deserve that. Daniel Penny is due back in court in July. He has not entered a plea. In the wake of Neely's death, J.B., New York City's mayors also announced new funding and resources to help those suffering mental health issues. In New York City, Chanel Call, thank you so very much. Well, this afternoon, a federal judge ruled that the Massachusetts Air National Guardsmen accused of leaking highly classified documents will remain behind bars pending trial. Prosecutors argue that 21-year-old Jack Tixera posed a risk to America's national security and remains a serious flight risk. Tixera is charged under the Espionage Act and faces up to 25 years in prison if convicted. Turning now to the weather, torrential storms resulted in flash flooding around Wilmington, North Carolina this morning. Roadways were underwater after more than a foot of rain fell in a matter of a few hours in the southeastern part of the state. For more, let's bring in meteorologist Mike Bettis from our partners at the Weather Channel. Good evening, Mike.
JB, good evening. Watching a pesky coastal system in North Carolina bring us some heavy rain. We've had some flooding conditions in places like Wilmington, where some locations have picked up more than half a foot of rain. The rain will continue here in North Carolina, Virginia, and eventually up into the northeast as well. That system is here. It combines with a front that comes in across the Great Lakes. So into the weekend, showers and storms. Not a great way to start the weekend from places from D.C. to New York, up through Boston, and then northern New England. All that, though, should be on the exit going into Sunday. In the West, it's all about the heat. Dominant ridge of high pressure temperatures as much as 30 degrees above average. Some spots will see temperatures climb into the mid-90s here, JB. And temperature records that were set 100 years ago could fall by the wayside this weekend. Mike Bettis, thanks for the heads up. To presidential politics now, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott is joining the race for the White House. Scott, the Senate's only black Republican, filed paperwork today with the Federal Election Commission. He joins five other Republicans in the race, including former President Donald Trump. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is expected to announce his candidacy next week. In tonight's Health Watch, federal health officials are warning that the nationwide outbreak of MPOX, previously known as monkeypox, is far from over. The warning comes as a cluster of new cases have emerged in Chicago. CBS's Roxana Saberi reports only 23 percent of the 1.6 million Americans considered at high risk have been vaccinated. More than 20 cases of the mpox virus have been reported in Chicago since mid-April. The majority are in fully vaccinated people. Dr. Karen Kruger says immunity to the virus might be waning, but the recent cases treated at Chicago's Northwestern Memorial Hospital have been mild to moderate. I think a lot of individuals, you know, probably felt protected to some degree by either having had the infection or having been vaccinated. So people just became more relaxed about it. That would probably be my best guess. On Monday, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention issued a warning saying it was very concerned about an MPOX resurgence this summer. More than 30,000 people in the U.S. have already contracted the disease. The overwhelming majority are men who have sex with men. Three studies released Thursday suggest that both doses of the Genios vaccine are 66 to 88 percent effective at preventing infection. Vaccination is the best um, tool that we have in our kit. It's not foolproof, but it's still some good protection. I had a lot of pain. Michael Kelly, co-owner of Equal Pride magazine, says his symptoms could have been much worse when he was diagnosed with MPOX last summer, eight days after his first vaccination. How concerned are you now? Well, I'm concerned about people who don't take this seriously get vaccinated. It is the best protection, and you can go about your summer plans. With Pride celebrations starting next month, health officials are warning at-risk people to be on alert and to get vaccinated at clinics like this. But the CDC is not recommending booster shots for now. JB? In New York City, Roxana Sabera, thank you. Well, we have some sad news to report tonight. The passing of an American legend, Jim Brown. He was a dominant athlete who went on to become a Hollywood actor and a leading voice in the civil rights movement. He died at his home in Los Angeles last night. Jim Brown takes the ball. He was one of the greatest football players to step foot on the gridiron. 
but his talents transcended sports. Jim Brown was born in 1936 in segregated Georgia. When Jimmy Brown breaks loose for his... He rose to fame as a football and lacrosse standout at Syracuse. ESPN recently called him the greatest college football player ever. Number 32, Jimmy Brown. Brown went on to play nine seasons in the NFL for the Cleveland Browns. He led the league in rushing for eight of those and was inducted into the Hall of Fame in 1971. At the top of his career, Brown quit the NFL at the age of 30 to pursue acting. He starred in dozens of films, including movies like The Dirty Dozen and Any Given Sunday, where he shared the screen with Al Pacino. Tonight, Brown also being remembered for his political activism during the civil rights movement and the decades that followed. In the 1980s, Brown founded the Amer I Can Foundation, which teaches life skills to at-risk youth. He faced his own share of legal issues, serving time in prison in 2002 for charges related to a domestic violence dispute. That's the greatness in the building. Still, his legacy means he was revered by this generation of superstar athletes. Jim Brown was 87 years old. He was one of the greatest athletes ever in any sport. Well, there's an important update on some deadly infections linked to contaminated eye drops. We'll have that story next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. At Amica Insurance, we know it's more than just a house. It's your home. The place that's filled with memories. The early days of figuring it out to the later years of still figuring it out. For the place you've put down roots, trust Amica Home Insurance. Amica, empathy is our best policy. Today, the CDC reported more Americans are getting infected by contaminated eye drops. Four people have died, 14 have lost their vision, and more than 80 infections have been reported. The eye drops were contaminated with a bacteria that's resistant to antibiotics. Two different brands of drops. Esri Care and Delsum Pharma were recalled earlier this year. Now to another important consumer alert. Target is recalling nearly 5 million candles under the Threshold brand in various sizes and scents. The Consumer Product Safety Commission says some of the candles' jars have broken or cracked during use, resulting in injuries, including burns. There's a full list of the recalled candles at CBSNews.com. Not a minute to spare when a small plane crashes outside Seattle. The dramatic rescue when we come back. Tonight, a second body has been found at the scene of that massive five alarm fire in Charlotte, North Carolina. Both victims have been working at the construction site when the fire broke out. 
more than a dozen other workers were rescued. Investigators believe it started by accident in a trailer that sprays foam insulation. A pilot is safe after his seaplane went down in the waters off downtown Seattle last night. The pilot was able to get out of the plane and began signaling for help. Cell phone video shows him being pulled to safety. Paramedics rushed him to a hospital, but the 42-year-old suffered only minor injuries. On the Road is next with a community that gathered together to say thank you to one of their own. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Finally tonight, CBS's Steve Hartman goes on the road to America's heartland, where the people live up to the name. If there was ever an election in this country for kindest American, the people of Galveston, Indiana, know who they'd nominate. Because I think he's out there to help everybody. That's what he's known for. He just always has been. It's the cloth he's cut from. Just a special guy. Very special guy. So who is this great humanitarian who lifts up the people of Galveston? The same man who puts them down. Meet 89-year-old gravedigger Alan McCloskey. Alan has been at this job since 1952 and refuses to retire because he says a new gravedigger might not square the corners as precisely, might not care as deeply for all those loving souls. Yeah. People that have went to school with and worked with. What was your hardest one? My wife. How'd you get through that? I figured she'd want me to do it. Alan and Barbara had three kids, but his definition of family extends well beyond blood, which may explain why a good chunk of the town gathered recently for what Alan thought was someone else's birthday party but was really a celebration of him. At the party, he got an official Guinness World Record for longest career as a gravedigger, 70 years and counting. But more importantly, he was recognized for the thousands of odd jobs he's done for people. It's his side hustle, but with a twist. We'd ask Alan for a bill, and he wouldn't give us a bill. Never get a bill. Uh, you know, I'll send you a bill. He said, I'll just catch up with you later. And then... Later never came. You, you, never, hear, you never hear anything more about it. It was the running joke at his party. Anybody in here still waiting on him to send you a bill for work this year? <laughs> yeah, that's right. 
I did ask Alan about this. They say they can't get a bill from you. Oh. But all I got was a hearty laugh. Alan McCloskey, unassuming by profession and persona, but also a bold beacon for anyone in search of meaning. Alan has figured out what life is about. It's not the money that makes him happy. I truly believe Alan has figured out where enough is at. He's found enough. And strange thing about finding enough, you often end up with more than enough. Steve Hartman on the road in Galveston, Indiana. Alan McCloskey, a name to remember. And that is tonight's CBS Evening News. For Nora O'Donnell, I'm James Brown. Good night and have an excellent weekend. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts.